G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Australia Decides Review and Rank series. Yes, and today's a big one all about, I think, one of the favourites. Mmm, it's Voyager, isn't it, Michael? Yes, and a little bit about Voyager, Dale. Formed in 1999, Voyager, a five-piece act hailing from Western Australia. They've released a number of albums with success in both Australia and Europe. Yeah, and look, people may be familiar with them before this year because they made the shortlist of Australia Decides in 2020. Their song Runaway was featured on screen during the broadcast, but they didn't make the cut that year. But of course, they're here now. Also, you have to mention Danny, the lead singer. Now, he's a lawyer by day and a lead singer of this prog rock band by night. Rock star by night. I know, what a character. He also is a massive Eurovision fan as well. So when we asked him about his favorite Eurovision songs, the usual things we get are Euphoria and all that, his was Sylvia Knight, congratulations (laughs) from the 2000s. Yeah. He also liked uh, Hungary's Running from 2014. So that's interesting. Really Mm. unique style there. So you can tell that he's really a passionate Eurovision person and it's great to have them on the Australia Decide stage. Absolutely. And let's have a listen to what they're going to deliver for us. This is Voyager with Dreamer. The song itself is written by the band, which is unsurprising. You know, bands like this do like to look after their own music. Mm -hmm. But the process of making a prog rock song fit into Eurovision in time and style was a process. And actually, Danny from the band spoke to Kyriakos from our team about that. You know, metal and prog, they generally got to go, you know, four minutes, five minutes. Some of the more extreme prog bands are like 10 minutes. Nobody wants to hear that. That's too long. So really putting, putting all the best elements in there. And it's got, it's got the electronica. It's got the 80s pop synth. It's got a catchy chorus. And of course, it's got big, heavy metal guitars because who doesn't love that? So um, that was, they're all the kinds of things that we wanted to put in there. But to be honest, the song wasn't really written for Eurovision at all. It was probably, it was produced to fit within Eurovision um, when we found out it has to be three minutes. But it was written very much as an organic sort of natural voyager song, like a lot of them do start like an electronic type number and then it just you know heavy guitars get put into it and it, it, it's made into a, more of a metal song very interesting stuff there i have to say sometimes editing down an original song can produce almost a sort of neutered version of the original but i think they've really nailed it with this one i think it gives you all those uh sort of genres and everything is still in there and before we get to the positive sides i think it's a really important point to note that they start with the electronica and bring those, you know, heavy guitars in later. And I think that might be the secret to some success. So let's talk about the songs, Mike. We're getting into positive point territory. Yeah, and let's kick it off. Well, geez, first thing for me, high impact and memorable, Dale, and that is competition gold. This immediately sticks with you. In fact, I find myself singing it all the bloody time. 
I think a really good part about this is it represents Australian music really well and it molds it together. There's the electronica, which is something Australians are really known for and have been for a long time. This really does remind me of the presets. The first thing I thought when I heard this song and also that rock, that heavy rock. Hello, we're the country of ACDC. We're the country of pub rock. You know, this has come together and it really represents what music in Australia is about. Yeah, it just brings something so unique to this selection as well, bringing such a point of difference. Nobody else in this selection is going to come even close to what they're serving up. So such a point of difference should really stand out on the night. And I don't think this genre puts people off. There's been a lot of casual viewers of the contest that I've seen or spoke to about this, and they love it. And they are not rocky people. Mm. People who hated Monoskin winning last year and is like, this is amazing, we need to send it to Eurovision. So that's that's really interesting that it's not putting people off. Yeah, I, I think also too with the staging of this, it doesn't need some convoluted narrative where you need to take somebody on a, on a journey. This is screaming stadium rock show with some moments to really connect with the band as well. Don't get lazy with it, though, you know what I mean? But um, really, just do what you do, guys. Bring your stage show, amp it up a little, and we should have the right staging. And you've got to think that they're an experienced band of 20 years who've done a lot of live gigs. That fact that they've produced a great studio track... You just feel like it's so good itself. They know how to perform live. So surely they can bring this energy and what the song is about to the Gold Coast Convention and Exhibition Centre. Yeah. <laughs> We're still going with positives, aren't we? Because I've yeah, got more. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what I also like, it does what it says on the packet. I mean, this is a representation of the band and what they do. So the authenticity is there. Yeah. And they've made it... Eurovision and in inverted commas without being cliche Eurovision. It's the elements there. It's memorable. It has little moments there. Like you, exactly what you said before. I was singing it directly afterwards, and I'm singing it in my head right now. That is you. That stickability. It's so hard to get right. There's almost an X factor to stickability, and they've got it with this song. Well, gosh, I think we've gone on about the positive sides on that one for long enough. There, Dale. I guess we should talk about some possible drawbacks. Now, as much as we're saying this is a very impactful and televote-friendly song, I do have questions about how a jury would treat this song. And let's face it, juries do make up 50% of the points. So perhaps if there's any roadblock to success here, it may be the jury. Yeah, true. I, I do have to agree with that. I don't know how the jury will treat this. Um, often when you don't get a usual kind of genre, it's always a question mark. And that's also a question mark for Turin. Um, you know, this is, as, as we said, is very Australian and it's great. How will that translate? So that's something to consider. Uh, also, this is a TV show. We have seen, um, without naming names, we have seen really amazing studio songs with great live performers just not get the TV performance right. Live performance in a concert is very different than live performance at TV. Yep. Um, so that's got to be a question mark until we see them do that because I'm not sure how much they've done. But that's got to be a question mark. How will this translate down that camera lens? Because it's hard to get rock right down the camera lens. Very much so. Um, I also have to say, this style of music can be very polarizing. Um, there will be a certain amount of viewers on the night that will disengage immediately and go, oh, geez, no, this is just not for me. Which is unfortunate because I think if you give the song a chance, it is more than just a, a, a rock song. 
Exactly. And I think that's a really good point about the rock song element. There are some basics out there, and I will say basics, that will go, rock won last year, we shouldn't send rock this year. I mean, how many pop songs have won over the years? Do we say we don't send a pop song the following year? (laughs) Look, this is very different than Monoskin. Um, It has that electronica element far more. It's a different song. But I guess that is an element. You know, there's a lot of of people like that who vote on the night in Turin and on the night in Gold Coast that will go, we shouldn't send the same genre as the year before winning. The amount of people that compared Alina Nechayeva to Kate Miller-Heike when it was completely different. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't matter when it comes to uh, a genre that people aren't used to. So sometimes even though it's not their own fault, maybe that could go against them. Yes, I was going to say that was actually my last point as well, Dale. (laughs) So you completely (laughs) stole that one. But yeah, unfortunately in 2022, uh, anything that kind of resembles rock will get labelled with a bit of a clone uh, tag, which is very, very unfair in this case. If you've got a guitar that's not like an acoustic guitar... (laughs) <laughs> or then you're basically going to be called copying Monoskin, which is mm, ridiculous. It is but ridiculous. Let's see where that goes. All right. Well, there are our views, but let's go to the Aussie Vision team. We had 20 members of our amazing contributors vote. And let's find out where they've placed this, Mike. Mm, I'm expecting a pretty small number on this one. All right. The team have put this in first place. Is that winner from the team? This is the team winner. This is the team winner. 12, no, no, seven people gave it 12 points out of the 20. Mm -hmm. So that's one in three. Uh, said that this is their favourite song from Australia Decides. Yeah, and considering we've got a couple of big favourites this year, or a few, um, yeah, to take the top spot is is not easy. And this is not a rock-loving um, group of people. There's a couple <laughs> of rockers in there, but uh, to, to to win our team, that's a that's a pretty good um, that's a pretty good victory. Well done to Voyager for winning the Aussie Vision team vote. Yeah, well, let's hear from some of the team members. Uh, we'll be hearing from Haley, Josh, and Wade. Upon first listen of this song, I was instantly hooked. What Voyager have done here is provided us with a very, very clever song. It's rich, layered, and it definitely isn't a song that just plods along. It has twists and turns, and then there's that heavy guitar that just cuts through. Also, those keyboards that are peppered through the song are absolutely genius, which almost lighten the song, therefore appealing to those that don't normally like the rock genre. Dreamer is a really well put together song that is suitable for Eurovision. I have to say that this is my favourite ever Australia Decides song. I hope they do keep some of the staging in the video with those neons and they keep that spin and stomp move. It will have an instant appeal to those that like rock, but it won't alienate those that lean towards pop either. This is not just a token rock song. This is a very strong entry. Well done, Voyager. This is brilliant. Dreamer by Voyager is everything I need at Australia Decides this year. It is so catchy, so distinctive with those vocals. The electro pop and rock mixture is just, I just can't get over it. It's just got so many hooks. I feel like it's going to be a real dark horse this year. And I think it will end up in the top three. And I really hope, um, yeah, that it wins, to be honest. Very reminds me of the presets in um, sort of the late 2000s. And it's just such a classic Aussie vibe and I just love it. Um, Yeah, I really hope they do well and they deserve to do well. So good luck to them. An incredibly important element of Eurovision in my mind is how a song sounds on its first listen and what impact it makes, whether that be in a national final or on the full Eurovision stage. 
out of any of the songs in this national selection, this is the one that jumps out at me. Dreamer is such a well-crafted, bombastic, skillfully made song, very well produced and blends these elements of electronica and progressive rock so seamlessly. I love the hook in this song. I love the impact it makes. And it's giving me vibes of Turkey 2010 with Manga's performance. That song did really well. If they pull this off live, it can do just as well, if not better. Well, I want to come in with Wade's comments. I really like the fact that he was really talking about that first impression. He's so right. Every national final song, every Eurovision song, it doesn't matter that we listen to it 10 times. Everyone who listens and votes and who matters really on the night is the first time listener. And this appeals to them. Absolutely. I think they all mentioned first listen. It caught them. So it has that instant impact. Also a lot about the different instrumentation and genres that they've managed to get in here without it sounding like a complete mess type of thing. The whole thing is quite cohesive. Yeah. And also big shout out to Josh, who is our lone Western Australia voter. No surprise. He had a lot of positive comments to say about a WA band. I mean, (laughs) the People's Republic of Western Australia will be getting behind the band. And that's actually another positive. I think there'll be a lot of public vote coming from that state. Yeah, absolutely. And one one thing for me, I just found it interesting, two of those comments from the younger team members, I don't know why, but I thought this might not appeal to the younger demographic, but it seems to have very much so. And last comment, got to say, shout out to Haley because Haley, who spoke, literally could have done an episode <laughs> on her own exactly. talking about Voyager and the fact she got her thoughts down into 45 seconds was pretty big thumbs up. Yeah, well <laughs> so done. she is the biggest Voyager stan of our team. So uh, she'll be very happy if they do win in Australia size. Let's go to the old infamous rap and rank Dale, and I will kick us off on this one. I have to say, this is generally not my genre of music, all right? But having said that, this is a high-impact and memorable song that with the right staging, I can just see possibly winning the tally vote, to be honest. I love that these guys have such a passion for the contest, and I really expect them to embrace the moment and put on a real show. You know, um, this definitely is a chance to win Australia Decides, and I have to say, I would not mind if it does, because I see a real pan-European appeal to this song. People from the West, people from the East can get right behind this. Um, Look, I've gone on a bit of a journey with this song, uh, I will admit, but I have to say I'm loving it more and more. I have ranked it in fourth. Wow, that's good. Like, yeah. you know, I, I know you've been on a journey with this song. I have been. <laughs> so, for, and, you know, the fact that you'd be happy with this as an entry, I think that's the biggest thing. And I've got to say, I would be as well. I think there are a few songs that are really in the running, and this is definitely one of them. I think this would be one that would really represent our music industry really well. And I think it would qualify. How would go in a grand final? I don't know. But in a way, I kind of don't care. Like, let's send something really... <laughs> Australian, Australian, and yeah. see what the hell Europe says. They might go yet, <laughs> um, but we'll see what goes on with mm. it. But look, it ticks so many boxes. It is Eurovision. It is Voyager and authentic, and it does represent our music industry. Those are some pretty big ticks. Um, you know what? I, I absolutely love this. It had immediate impact for me. I really enjoy it. I definitely want to see what they do with this live, and I all really think the entire thing is going to come down to a live performance, uh, as it should do. Who's going to do the best show? And I think they're going to put on something special. I love what they're bringing to Australia Decides this year. Um, they're fantastic. He's fantastic. 
fantastic. And this is my second place. Oh, just missed out on the top spot. Just there. missed in on the top second. Spot. Yeah, Good stuff. second place. So, absolutely love it. Like, I will listen to this long after Australia decides. I didn't think I would, but I will be. And you know what? Nailed it, guys. Yeah. Nailed it. And don't you love to see someone who truly loves a competition mm. and a group that really has it comes from left field and is bringing new people into Eurovision in Australia? Yeah, no, nah, they've done really, really well. And I think it's going to do very, very well. I'm really excited to see what they bring. <laughs> um, I'm excited for the whole contest. And I think this is going to be a big energy, energy boost into the whole show. So cannot wait to see it on the Gold Coast. Stage. Yeah, good luck, Voyager. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.